0: can literally be doing anything you think of you can be doing it Mm -hmm. there's everything is available to us right if we get out of our own way if we continue with forward momentum if we take action every day you know if we put our own oxygen masks on first and help ourselves
1: These are the stories of average people who have massively changed their lives from a Tony Robbins event. Welcome to the next episode of the Tony Robbins Impact Podcast and I must apologise because I actually missed a couple of weeks of episodes for the first time and that is because I was in Sydney and my partner attended Unleash the Power Within and I spent a few days with my children roaming around Sydney while she enjoyed that. So that was a huge experience for my family. And I have a few episodes coming up for you, which will be before and after stories from that event, which is really cool. And today I have Becky Blake with me and Becky actually attended pretty much every event for about a four year period back in 2008 of Tony's and some of his his strategies and his wisdom has completely changed Becky's life and her family's life, which is really inspiring to hear about. And once again this, you know, this episode is brought to you by one of the interviewees of this podcast, which is Jolyn Swafford and her mastermind Thrive, which I am a part of and in find incredibly valuable and it's a really tight group of people who are taking life to the next level over the next 12 months. So head on over to com forward slash thrive for more information there. Welcome everyone and today I've got Becky Blake from Seattle today but uh, lives in LA and we've managed to tee up a perfect time for us to talk about the impact of Tony Robbins work on Becky's life and Becky, thanks for joining me. And could you just share a little bit about, I guess, the major events and your story leading up to personal development and particularly Tony Robbins' work?
0: Sure. So um, it's a little cliche to say now, but I'm literally my first client. And I think a lot of us are, and a lot of us that are in the personal development world, we're trying to better our own lives and in the long run help other people as well. So, um, I grew up in a very poor family, um, alcoholic rageful father, a mother who was, um, would smoke two packs of cigarettes a day. And, um, I would go to school not realizing I smelled like cigarette smoke or not realizing that my hair was greasy. Cause I only took a bath, you know, once a week, um, kind of thing. So I didn't understand social nuances. So I in 4th grade my personal de- development literally started in 4th grade. So in the states 4th grade I was about 10 years old and I literally spent all summer 3 months in the library reading all the books on psychology and self-help and trying to figure out how people work and how people learn to talk to each other. I didn't even know how to socialize. I didn't know how to ask questions. I was like an alien being put on this planet not understanding any of that stuff. So literally at 10 years old I went on a mission to better understand people. And um, through the years, I ended up in high school, um, I was self-medicating with alcohol and drugs. And I was actually um, diagnosed manic depressed early on and given medication. And then when I hit about 16, life was just Too hard for my brain and body, so I thought I would just end it all. It would be easier just to be gone. So, I actually tried to commit suicide when I was 16 and got a fabulous psychiatrist who said, Let's figure out what you need to do to be in the world instead of trying to be like other people. So, I had a really good mentor when I was 16, um, still partying, doing drugs. And then when I hit about 24, the partying and doing drugs got a little bit too much. And I put myself into treatment, found out I was pregnant and my whole life turned around. So I ended up coming out of treatment, having a baby, getting married. And then a year later, um, I now have three babies and my ex-husband decides to leave. So I'm a single mom with twins that are two weeks old and a daughter who's a year and a half wondering, now what? I thought it was hard before, now it's really hard. Literally was in a library. No, it was a Barnes and Noble bookstore, trying to go through the self-help department, And Tony Robbins book literally falls down and hits me on the foot, big, huge, thick book called Awaken the Giant Within. And it totally changed my life, this book. So, um, Another thing that happened when my kids were only two and three years old is when I found this book. I'm going through a horrible divorce. I'm newly sober. I have these three beautiful children and then come to find out all three of my kids have unique needs, brain injury and mental retardation. And then my other son is bipolar and oppositional defiant disorder. And my daughter has migraine headaches and sensory issues. And I'm the single mom and my kids are two and three years old. I'm reading Tony's book. And Tony says like three things from that book, like you don't ever have to be depressed, right? Just smile and go help somebody right? Get out of your own world, get out of your own head, go help somebody, and you can't be depressed. You can't be depressed if you're in gratitude. He also said, do you want to live other people's lives and listen to doctors' limiting beliefs, or do you want to actually go and create the life of your dreams? So when my kids were two and three, um, I'm thinking, how do I best help my kids? How do I best be the best parent I can be with the limited resources I have and ended up going to school to be a special ed teacher and finding, um, literally helping my son learn to speak and then helping other kids learn to speak and getting them potty trained and literally taking kids out of autism and sensory processing disorder so that they can actually come into our world. Right. I was my first client. I created a program that's now helping other kids not have to go through what I had to go through. So, um, so Tony's techniques just gave me that little push do something every day that makes you uncomfortable right do something every day that you've been putting off just even if it's just a phone call or an email like just get that ball rolling so this was back in what 93 94 when I started reading Tony's book and then I thought okay now I just need to get everything from Tony so every time a CD program or audio program came out I bought it so it was every about it was every Two or three years, it was something new from Tony. So he helped me um, do what I'm doing now, continue to do what I'm doing now. So I went to my first live event in 2008 and life changing. I thought listening to the CDs, and I thought that was just so amazing, life changing. I can't imagine going to a four day event and sitting there. You know, I'm a teacher, so I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to have to watch somebody doing their little screens, and I, don't, I can't imagine four days of that, right? So you go and you're immersed in this environment and this music and, and, you know, just figuring out what your limiting beliefs are and putting back great things. And so in 2008, I thought, okay, I need this a couple times a year. So I started volunteering and crewing. So 2008, I'm crewing. Um, my first, after my first UPW, Unleashed Power Within, I literally quit my job teaching and bought my own school literally within two weeks. So I'm done teaching. I got, I have to go do this. I need to help more kids without all the politics of school. Right? So I opened my own school was getting kids out of autism in seven to nine months. And, um, but the families I was working with were divorcing. So I'm thinking, okay, now I need to help even more people. So then I started working with families in their homes, literally, uh, on Craigslist. Um, it's, a, I put on, I'm like, I need to get paid to travel. Right. I need a little bit more freedom having my school. I didn't have the freedom to go to events I wanted to go to. So, um, literally, put an ad in this paper saying, You know, Nanny will come get your child out of autism. I will come to your house. I will do it for you. And like two days later, I get a call from someone saying, When can you be here? Right? We need your help. So, literally, in 2000, and so I had my school for about four and a half years. Um, Started going and traveling all over the world while helping families in their homes, helping schools, um, and continuing to learn. Right. So um, when you're in the Tony world, and you listen to I, you know, listen to other people as well. But Tony's techniques. Just if I get down on myself, like I was, we we're just talking about my adrenal burnout. Right. Instead of getting down on myself, it's like, what more can I learn? What do I need to learn? Like I said, now I have a program for adrenal burnout. Right. It took me seven years, but I figured it out. Um, So asking better questions, right? Tony says, ask better questions, get more quality answers uh, kind of thing. So um, I am my own product of my program. My program's the Blake Method. And so then I started working with kids with special needs. And then I started noticing the parents I was working with were getting well as well. So I worked with this child, um, got him out of autism, got him speaking, potty trained, eating, sleeping, going to regular school. And the mom had just had brain surgery on a tumor on her brain, and had what was called chemo brain. So she was depressed and suicidal and anxious and did not just want to be here anymore, even though her son is doing amazing. So I said, just do my program. And within one month, she was working again, she felt better. And I'm going, Oh, I think I have something here. Um, My dad had irritable bowel syndrome and Crohn's disease and couldn't leave the house. And so I'm saying, let's do this program, dad, and he starts doing it. And literally within a month, irritable bowel's gone, three months, his Crohn's disease is gone, and he's now traveling around the world. He was, he died last year, but he was traveling around the world, literally was living the life of his dreams, and so I started thinking, I think I have something here, so then um, a tragic thing happened, so I got my son out of autism at 17, I I have so much, Um, got my son out of autism at 16, 16 and a half, and then at 17, he was riding a dirt bike, and he crashed, broke his neck, died for three minutes. And the doctors were telling me the same thing at 17 that they were telling me at two and a half. He's brain injured. He'll never amount to anything. Think about institutionalizing him. So I started doing my program with him again and actually got him, his brain healed itself. So he went from traumatically brain injured to just little blip in his brain that he's now living his life. He's, 29 next week. I have twin sons. They're going to be 29. My daughter's 30. And they're living amazing lives with this information. And it's simple, easy, fun information that everybody can pay attention to. So, I mean, if I look at my sons now who are 29 and I see them working really hard to get what they want to do, but I see their friends working just as hard, self-medicating, going home and not having lives, right? We should be able to live our lives. We should have the information to do the things that we wanna do, to have the energy that we wanna have, right? Instead of, I said, we need to wake up, right? There's certain things we can do about um, looking at stress and I have like five keys, it's looking at stress and reading our behaviors of our brains and bodies to know what parts of our brains and bodies need attention. It's about mindset. Mindset's huge, what we focus on, who we hang out with, all that kind of stuff that I got from Tony. organized movement we need to be moving more so there's some simple easy things that we can pay attention to so our brains and bodies can be um we can be living the most compelling futures possible is what tony says right so i was 2008 went to my first event and then started crewing right after that a couple months and so i started going to one or two tony events um, a year but i had my school and i wasn't making any money i hadn't paid myself for three years so my finances were so depleted. I'm hoping that when I go to a Tony event, I can share a room with six other people, right? I'm I'm thinking this is a time I can cleanse and fast. I don't need to eat because I can't really afford it, right? So using the information from Tony and my program, I went from a starving crew member, happy to help and serve, right? To platinum partner in four years.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: figured it out by using Tony's techniques, right? Put it out there burn the bridges, right? You can literally be doing anything you think of, you can be doing it. Mm -hmm. There's, everything is available to us, right? If we get out of our own way, if we continue with forward momentum, if we take action every day, you know, if we put our own oxygen masks on first and help ourselves, like you're a parent with two kids, right? It's a little bit different than being a married couple, right? There's a lot more putting our own oxygen mask on first before we, you know, can fulfill our lives of our children, but it's teaching this stuff to our children. So anytime I learned something from a Tony event, I went home and taught my kids. So my Mm. kids know the principles. They know the principles of the triad and the six human needs and spiral dynamics. They, this is the stuff, this was their education, right? Growing Mm. up. So they literally um, are living their lives happily, right? I'm living my life happily and I'm continuing my my thing is about every six months, you need to check in with yourself and say, "Am I doing what I need to be doing? Mm. Is my life recharging me or depleting me? And what do I need to do?" So it's actually easy, simple.
1: Yeah. Did <laughs> <fun>. you before <laughs> going to? Yeah, look, we'll get to the seminars in a minute because I'm not, I know you literally were going to many, many seminars a year yes. for years, as yeah. you've kind of just touched. All them, but, of
0: them. Yeah.
1: I, I, I cannot imagine what's that like, like I'm, I'm still coming down for the, from the event I went to a year ago. Like I couldn't yes. imagine continually going. So before we get to that though, talk to me about that moment when you had young twins yes. and, and your ex-partner left you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've, I, when I had my second child, I was completely overwhelmed and I was in living in a stable environment with a partner. I could not imagine bringing on a third child, a third child, and then my partner leaving. Right. Uh, as as the mum, you had to do that as well, without, like you said, you weren't really financially set either.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Nope.
1: When you when you read "Awaken the Giant Within," like it, it's one thing reading a book and being inspired by it, but the The situation you were in must have been a difficult one to actually take on his words and believe and mm-hmm. like you know, life's not happening, uh, to you, it's happening for you. And, and like you mm-hmm. said, going to help someone when you're in such a difficult position yourself, how was that? How did you, was there a moment when you were just like, I'm, I'm doing this or, um, I'm trying something different or was it just, Yeah, how did you actually break out of that um, situation?
0: Yeah, I'm. I I say I'm fortunate because I lived a life where there were a lot of very hard, difficult, traumatic times in my life that I've always been able to come out of. Right. So I mean, having a traumatic childhood, it's not good, but I survived. Right. Something happened and I survived. So I have the stacking effect of. Something bad happens, I survive, right? This is, this is my MO for life. So when I'm a single mom with three babies with no income, no help, wondering what am I going to do now, and then read Tony's book, I'm like, okay, it, it was literally a lifeline. I literally tell Tony he saved my life, right? Because I was, in again, thinking I'm manically depressed. Now I'm exhausted. Now I have three babies to take care of. How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? So I, I grabbed onto that book and I read it like, I'm going to do everything he says. And I did, right? And it was simple little things like smile every day, fake it till you make it, right? So I would make sure I'm smiling every day. I would make sure my kids laughed every day, right? Keeping it really simple. He keeps it, even though he's got this huge mission and all this information, it's keeping it simple. It's do two things today that you've been putting off. Just yeah. make a phone call and leave a message on someone's answering machine, like bills, right? I uh, got bills that are piling up. Just call someone and say, I'd like to take care of that bill, right? And then hang up because, you know, it was everything back then was so traumatic that his book was, it was either life or death yeah. to me. Yeah. And I, I knew I had been some, through some horrible things in the past. I kind of had the faith that it's going to work out, but that book hit like all my things it hit the addiction it hit the depression it hit the creating your mm-hmm. compelling future right and it said to do something i think that's what's different about other books is right in the beginning it's saying do something right smile like do mm-hmm. something stop whatever you're doing right now and and write this down right do something so it helps you again get out of your head like for me um and i had these three little babies right that were needed me. And they were hard babies. They weren't even the easy babies, right? But um, that creates, that's what created my mission, right? Now I can help other moms not to get through the overwhelm, right? I can help. I understand how hard babies and all babies are different. Not, and you know, this having two kids. What works for one kid doesn't work for the other or what works for two weeks stops working, right? So I have a parenting program a couple parenting programs for some hard kids and some special needs kids and some typical kids. And, um, so it just was my tool. I didn't know it at the time. At the time I was, before I had kids, I actually owned a hair salon and was doing hair and makeup for bands, right? Traveling doing hair and makeup for bands. And I never wanted kids. And then all of a sudden I have three kids and then they're hard kids. Right. So reading that book was just everything I have looking, I, you know, was looking for in easy, simple steps. Mm, yeah. So, and I didn't have an, any other options, right? I read it and I applied it. I read it, I applied it, I applied it, I kept applying it. And then when his tapes came out, I mean, I read that book over and over again, right? I didn't just read it once. I read it like every year. Like even now, um, his program, The Time of Your Life, it's a 10-day program, I do it twice a year. I do it in January and I do it in June, yeah. right? So every six months I'm like, where am I, you know, where do I need to go and what's next, right? Yeah. Happy anticipation. And that's it too, the feelings. I could have been depressed and suicidal and helpless and hopeless, and it, but it wasn't. It was, I have these three babies, I need to get them grown up, right? How do I help them have the best compelling future possible, right? Yeah. So I, I had someone else to focus on to get out of myself, right? Mm. And then there was no more depression. I might've been tired, right? Change your language, right? The triad,
1: Hmm. I
0: might've been tired, I might've been exhausted, what do I need? I need a rest, right? So um, not depressed, not hopeless, right? So changing the language. So everything Tony teaches, you could just take the triad, you know, physiology, language, and focus, and that's life-changing right there. But he gives it all. He's like fire hose approach, right? Just take one and your life can be different. I took everything. (laughs)
1: yeah yeah Uh, by the sounds of it obviously but the yeah the triad in itself is i mean even intellectually not just going to an event and being absolute that uh, not that would be uh you know drilled into you at at those events but even just intellectually reading that and going okay and actually applying it is life-changing for a start right and look it's um it sounds like in that moment it was like that ultimate like tony talks about when you're in enough pain yes you just snap and you and you yeah. do what you got to do the, and yeah the
0: window was there right yeah. the, the window of opportunity and i was there right and tony teaches if that window goes away i have to wait till the next time the window opens so it was mm. i i say it was divinely given right i say a lot of this information i have is divinely given and when we're ready the teachers show up whether we yeah. listen to them or not is a free will. Right. Yeah. But I was, I had no other options. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's um, book was my only option.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's incredible, incredible story. And look, I think how important do you think pain is in, in growth? Because I, I personally do some coaching now and I tell people at the start, look, you're not going to like me because the things that are kind of frustrating you at the moment we actually have to like go into and, and feel and they're like, no, 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 I I don't want to feel them. But, Mm -hmm. but I, I've learned so much from Tony's work in the sense that actually pain, pain is the best thing you can use as a tool for change along that journey from when you read Awaken the Giant Within and and ended up going to his seminars. I mean, that was like a 15 year window. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I couldn't afford it. I could not <laughs> yeah, afford okay. a seminar. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. my limiting belief, right? That was my story. I can't yeah. afford it. And back then it was a two-week seminar that was like $14,000. How do I stay away from my kids for two weeks, not have an income? Like, right? So yeah. to me, it was a pretty <laughs> – the story was there. Yeah. I didn't yeah. make it happen. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, how how important do you think faith is actually? That's what That's what I'd like to mm-hmm. talk about because some things – in our life at times can seem so Mm far-fetched but personally what I found is that if you just keep that there even if it seems ridiculous and and you take little steps it'll it'll end up happening even though it's it's it might seem like a crazy crazy thing and for you how important was faith in your journey when you had uh you know busy household and you were doing Mm -hmm. it With with um, special needs and everything as well, so Mm -hmm. how important has that been in your journey?
0: It's huge, and like I said, I had my growing up was the best it could be, but it wasn't the best it could be, right? So I had I had enough muscle to know that I could power through it. It's when I was eight years old—no, not eight—I was think five and a half, and I went to a day camp, and we were out swimming. And I was on a little air mattress, and the air mattress lost air, and I was literally drowning. Everybody else had gone in to get lunch, and I'm five and a half years old, and I'm literally help, help, drowning, right? Drowning. And I was able to quiet myself and say, okay, I'm drowning. I'm just going to sink to the bottom and walk back because I don't know how to swim. I'm just going to sink to the bottom and walk back. So literally I started sinking, so bizarre to even think this, and then I started doing this with my hands and I started swimming, right? And so I swim back to the shore and I'm like, oh my gosh, right? So here I am five and a half thinking, you know, all we have to do is calm ourselves, presence ourselves and the answers come, right? So, but I go back and tell the counselors, I almost drowned out there and they're all laughing. So whatever, right? Nobody believed me. <laughs> so, but faith is huge. Faith, I think it's, I think for me, it was easier because I had already gone through such hard, horrible times in my life and survived. So I had the muscle that I, I'm gonna survive. I think a lot of people that have easy lifetimes and have a lot of things handed to them, entitled and and, you know, homes with money and, you know, the resources might have a little bit harder time when hard things happen, right? I truly believe we're here. I truly believe that, um, this sounds really woo woo, but I truly believe that before we're born, we're in like a war room and whoever it is, you believe in God, the universe, whoever is handing out, This is your duty. Who wants this duty? This is what it's going to look like, your life. This is the path. These are all the things that's going to help you through. And I think we literally sign up for our lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think what happens is when we're born, we forget the resources that are going to come. We forget that we agreed to go through the pain that we're going to go through, right? So I truly believe even though we have free will, I still think energetically things are going to happen a certain way. We have a certain path. We have lessons to learn right? And so we're going to learn them and we're going to keep getting the lessons until we learn the lessons. Yeah. I learned early on that if I share my lessons, then the lessons become gifts, right? Everything that we go through that's hard, whether I was sexually abused and I came up in a household that was really scary and, and I, we didn't have resources for food and, and a lot of things happened in my childhood, but I survived, right? And I became a better person because of it. Right? I choose to become a better person because of it. So our, everything is a gift, right? Every, even though at the time it was horrific and horrible, and I wouldn't want anybody to have to go through a lot of the things I went through, um, they're gifts. And I can now help people because I have a true compassion, right? I have a true empathetic understanding. Even with autistic kids that are nonverbal, I understand. What they're going through. I understand all behaviors and means of communication because when I was having a hard time growing up with sensory issues, nobody could sing happy birthday to me. I couldn't take a bathtub, you know, a tub, bath in a tub because I would freak out. But I always had reasons why, but nobody would listen to my reasons why, right? There's a reason for everything. We just need to become quiet and listen, not listen to respond, but listen to understand, right? Yeah. in order to better serve. And so our path, our mission, our hardest, hardest times can actually be our gifts. When my son was 17 and broke his neck and we live our life, let's find the gift in this, right? This is how I'm raising my kids. Something bad's happened. Let's find the gift. My son's gift was he was graduating high school, but he didn't have to take the finals and they let him graduate. That's what he got out of that. Woohoo! He didn't have to go through the two weeks of finals right studying and making sure you're prepared and they just let him graduate so he was thankful he broke his neck yeah right wow. <laughs> like, like a... how do you find the gift yeah in the trauma right
1: huge um hugely life changing and I've had some similar realizations as well myself that everything that comes is for a reason and and you can intellectually understand that but actually living it is completely different where you embrace failure you embrace challenges you know that's a part of living and and they're actually it's actually a way to get stronger and and your your story is a perfect example of that so uh, yeah Hats off to you for Thank you. Raising, raising your children like that as well. It's um, it's an incredible. It was fun, to have. right? Yeah. My
0: focus was because I had to lower my standards as a single mom, right? Not lower my standards. They were fed, they were taken care of, right? They had all their needs met. But literally, lower my standards. That if my kids laughed every day one time, I was a good parent, right? It wasn't that they had the quality shoes and they were in the quality mom and me classes. And they were in all the sports events and all the, all the things that take money that I couldn't afford at the time. If my kids laughed every day, I was a successful parent. Right. And what are my kids good at now? Laughing and being outside and enjoying nature because that's where we went when we were having a hard time. Right. Mm -hmm. Even now my kids, if I'm having a hard time, maybe not now, but a few years ago um, when my kids were a little younger and they would see me having a hard time and they go, come on, mom, let's go on a hike knowing we would all feel better right? We don't need to self-medicate, right? Yeah. We need to, what's truly going to make us feel better. It's working with other people. It's getting out into nature. It's like just really simple things. It's enjoying a sunset. It's, it's smelling the flowers. I try to have flowers everywhere I go because it reminds me how beautiful life is. Yeah, right? absolutely. A beautiful flower, right? <laughs> yeah. <simple laughs> so things. it's the simple things.
1: Yeah. So and you hear
0: about, you hear about, you know, the thing that goes around like the five things, five regrets people have on their deathbed, right? It wasn't that I didn't work hard enough. It was, I forgot to spend time with the ones I loved, right? I wish I would've learned something. I wish I would've enjoyed life, enjoyed the journey, right? Not, I see so many people that it's, it's, a, thr- it's, it's a drive for money, 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 and then there are health issues and then they don't have relationships and, and it's like, and then they wonder why they're not happy. And my thing is, what are you passionate about? And people are like, you yeah, know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you should know. It should be at the top of your, right? It's yes. working with kids. I work with kids and I ask them, what are you good at? What do you like about yourself? Right? They don't know. Right? You got to start asking your kids. Mm. Not, we're really good about saying what's good about other people. Right? My brother's good at sports. My sister's really good at math. Well, what are you good at? I don't know. What do you like about yourself? I don't know. Yeah right? So making sure our kids can rattle it
1: off. It's an interesting, it's an interesting situation, isn't it? And to be honest, I'm going down a a path of working with parents at the moment with, with my coaching. And because I realized that in my, in my journey, that the moment when my life changed was actually when I put myself first, like you were talking about Mm -hmm. before with the oxygen mask, Yes. you know, you can't help everyone else and, and save everyone else's lives if you Don't literally put yourself first. And it's a very difficult thing to do for a lot of people. So uh, that is something that has been radically life-changing and you've touched on tonight as well. So
0: yeah, I think it's easier, right? It's Mm. easier to take care of other people. It's kind of painful to go into ourselves and say, "It's, it's like being in a relationship, a new relationship and everything's beautiful. And then all of a sudden the expectations come in. They should have done this. He should have done that. Why didn't they do this, right? Instead of thinking, what do I need right now myself, right? And it's the same with our kids, having them internally think, what do I need now? Not, I need the newest, latest toy. I need my own YouTube channel. I need all this external stuff, right? What is it internal that you're looking for? And that's Tony's stuff, right? Six human needs. The yeah. triad, right? It's all, he's, <laughs> he's taking such complicated <laughs> things, right? I have a book. You can get my book, Unlock, the Child's, Unlock Your Child's True Potential. Literally, it's like Tony, some of Tony's stuff for parenting. Yeah. have a parenting program, um, how to get your kids to do what you want them to do, right? Yeah. And it's Tony stuff.
1: <laughs> That's a great title. And I'm sure what people buy that book for is completely different <laughs> from what it actually is. Um, yeah Yeah.
0: my I mission think- now is to change medicine and education so now i'm going to hopefully create a new science around all of this and go back to school i'm almost done with my phd but actually go back to school and take what i have and start working with the academic community yeah. wow. so it can be you know everybody needs to know this information it's yeah. easy and it's fun and you <laughs> feel so much better
1: <laughs> amazing yeah so let's let's talk about um before we talk about the Blake Method and your, the specific programs you're running at the moment, which are incredible, um, let's talk about that period. Uh, it was 2008, you went to the, your first mm-hmm. seminar, and then you told me before we talked on this interview that pretty much every two or three months you were going to a live event.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: like I said before, I just could not imagine that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I would function in the real world. <laughs> after going to so many of those just crazy life uh, events so how was that period for you with as far as momentum and growth and what sort of things were you achieving and sort of changing uh, because yeah even the one event I went I went to a lot of things Mm -hmm. a lot
0: right yeah you go to UPW
1: yeah. Um, Your
0: whole neurons are different, right? Yeah. Brain yeah. cells the are different. The way you see the world.
1: <laughs> so how was that for you just continually going back and and reliving it and obviously probably getting th- different things out of each one and then eventually mm-hmm. crewing and things like that. And you ended up in Platinum Partners, which is incredible as well. So how was that period and, and how much did it compound, I guess?
0: Yeah, the compound was amazing. So and we're like onions, right? So we unpeel one layer and there's a whole nother layer, right? I literally think that we go through our lives, everything that we learn from birth to six, anything that goes into our unconscious brain that we take from six to the rest of our life to figure out, right? So when you go to an event, it's like, oh my gosh, there's first limiting beliefs, we have one layer, right? And then if you go to another event six months later, UPW again there's a whole nother layer. You're a whole different person. So you see the event a whole different way. Um, So that's why um, I put it on my goal list in 2008 to, I put two things. So every time I go to an event, I write down five personal things and five professional things on the airplane, right? So meeting amazing people. um, I always had on my list, platinum partner. I want to be platinum partnership. And I wanted to meet Tony and talk to Tony for 20 minutes, right? That was on my list. And I want someone to give me a million dollars tax-free, happily, to do what I want. That's still on my list, just by the way. I'm still <laughs> waiting. I'm waiting to receive that happily and easily. Um, but it was just on my list. And um, so, every, so I would get a lot of my needs met at the event. Right, a lot of resources, friends, uh, business opportunities. Um, then I would go back, and at the time I had my school, and how do I help my school be better, or how do I help more people? Right, and then three to four months later, I go back to an event. It's like I'm a whole new person, right? So if you look at it, every time we go back, we're a whole new person. I'm listening to it. I'm going to meet different people. I'm going to get different resources. Um, that when I decided to join Platinum Partner, this is a funny story. So I'm in Fiji, um, crewing. I was crewing in Fiji, Um, what a gift, opportunity. I got to crew Business Mastery 1 and 2 in Fiji for five years, crew. And um, Tony's doing his, talking about Platinum Partner, and he's like, I type, right? So I'm logging Tony, so I'm typing what Tony says, that's my job. So I'm typing everything Tony says. And he goes, I know Platinum Partner's at the top of your list. And I'm going, it is at the top of my list. And then he goes, I know finances are hard right now. And I'm like, they are hard right now. And I'm just typing away. And he goes, go talk to my brother-in-law, Scotty, and sign up and we'll help make it happen. I literally got up and went and talked to his brother-in-law, Scotty, saying, I have <laughs> no money. I got $10,000 in savings. Um, can I join Platinum Partner? And usually they'll say, go to Business Mastery first. But I've already gone for five years, crude for five years. Um, but I signed up for Platinum Partner. Literally had my school for three years, four years, had not paid myself a salary in th- three years. Um, about two hours. So I signed for Platinum Partner because Tony's saying you only make $10 more than you need. If you do something to tell the university you need more money, you'll get more money, right? From making a burning bridge. So I sign. My stomach's upset. I'm not feeling very good. I'm like, what? I just signed a contract. I have no money. Um, I don't advocate this for everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is... Mm -hmm. unusual circumstances. Two hours later, a family from Denmark hire me to work with their brain injured child. Three weeks later, I'm in Denmark. I do a free talk and offer my program. Six more people hired me. I paid for Platinum Partner in three weeks Mm. after not making a salary for three years, Wow! right? Because my brain was different. Make it happen. Don't look at the how, see what you Mm -hmm. want, go after it take masses of action, don't think of the how, right? Get rid of how and hard. Those are not words that we can have in our brain and just make it happen, right? Yeah. How do I help my child out of autism? Just make it happen, right? How am I gonna change medicine and education? I don't know how, just make it happen, mm. right? How am I gonna create a new science? It doesn't matter, just make it happen. Keep taking the actions to make it happen, right? So that's what Tony's technologies have done. Then when I became platinum partner, I'm thinking, oh great, I've heard all this stuff. For four or five years, now I'm going to be sitting there. It's going to get boring. Oh, no, no, no. It was the immersion of every event sitting up front. Tony sees you and knows you. So now some of the interventions he's doing with other people are actually for you, right? You become his brother and sister. He'll do anything for you kind of thing. I got to meet him. I got to talk to him. I know him personally, right? Check that off my list, right? Mm -hmm. Platinum partner, check that off my list, right? Um, So it's just it's all energy. Yeah. Right. And, and we get in our own way.
1: It's interesting. Yeah. How you is kind of, it's a very difficult thing for a lot of people to do is to take a, especially a a leap with not, not just, not just something financially, but doing like having some goal that you don't know how you're going to get to is, is very difficult for a lot of people because it, it's, it's yeah yeah focusing on how i guess is is a problem because
0: yeah you, we should take those two how. words out of our bo- vocabulary they should not ever be taught in any language how and hard yeah cuz it stops yeah because everything. it just it stops.
1: stops your body and your subconscious mind and your your brain from actually moving towards that and and yeah uh, uh, one of the big things i've learned from tony's work is you don't actually have to know it's 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 more about emotion than Mm-hmm. than strategy and 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 we could talk about this for hours but
0: uh, <laughs> yeah but we talked about that I could talk for yeah, days yeah, yeah for days yeah. and days we better not and whole programs yeah. um but, but yeah we stop yeah. ourselves we don't yeah. feel worthy who are we to yeah. get there right and that's another thing about being in the Tony world is you when I crewed and I would be talking to somebody who's crewing with me, we're volunteering, we're paying for our flights, our hotel, right? Our rooms, all this stuff. And I'm standing there crewing next to somebody who's, I'm talking to him and his daughter's got tummy issues. So I'm giving him stuff, help his daughter. He was like the, one of the producers for a very famous TV show, right? And he's happily crewing next to me. Like you don't know who you're gonna meet. I always figure anybody on either side of me is a gift or a lesson, right? Or I'm a gift or a lesson for them. Who I'm standing in line with at a coffee shop, who I'm sitting next to on the airplane, I always talk to them because I have something for them or they have something for me. We ask the universe for so many things, but then we forget to listen. We think if I want a million dollars happily with tax free to do whatever I want and just wait for it to come, that's not gonna happen right? But if I go out there and do things and, and do my work and be happy and help other people, it's going to come because I already see it happening, yeah, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> having, having that faith. Incredible. We could talk for hours, but we better not. <laughs> We've got a, a few more minutes left. If you wanted to share a bit more about the Blake Method and I guess your main focus at the moment with your business and, and who you <laughs> serve in the world at the moment and where people can find you.
0: Yeah, so my website is theblakemethod.com. Blake Method, uh, dot com. Uh, For kids, it's creating superkids.com. I have books. I just wrote a book for us adults, normal adults. It's called um, Unlock Your Truest Potential Five Keys to Unlock Your Inner Fountain of Youth. So um, uh, you can get that up on my website, the Blake Method but I, and I have online programs, parenting programs, brain injury programs. I have a, a lot of things are happening. So, but my mission is bigger than that, right? My mission is how to help people. So I'm very authentic. I'm very open. I give away a lot of information for free because I just want to help people, right? There's just a tip. My information is huge. It's a whole iceberg and just giving away the tip. Let's, what can we do? Like you, you know, one thing to help people, right? How can I help someone have a better life, right? I'm approachable. Facebook, you know, anywhere I am, if you have questions, you can ask me because I'm I'm here to help, like doing even podcasts, right? I'm, I'm here to help people, right? No matter what it is, if it's alcoholism or, or brain injury or just normal people wanting to have more energy and memory, right? This is what I'm going, where I'm going. And so it's my mission now is how do we get this in the schools? I have a school program. I'm trying to help. There's a hundred thousand children that have been poisoned by lead in their water in Flint, Michigan. We could help heal these kids in a school situation. You know, um, Native Americans and First Nation people that live on reservations, I've been asked to come help change like the whole culture with this information. So, um, the Blake method is basically um, I say, if you have a brain, a body, and a nervous system, it will work for you. There's five keys. It's just being able to wake up and look at things that are really important. The 80 20 rule, right? Where can we do the 20% to create the 80% of results, right? This is what I've done happily and easily and with fun. It needs to be fun. Um, Something we can do every day, activities we do every day. Um, Like I just said, I just healed myself from adrenal actually insufficiency. I had some lead poisoning. Um, I just detoxed my body and I have a whole, like I said, I have a whole new program now. I was on the right path, totally burned myself out. My dad died, it was a whole whole three and a half year, him getting sick and dying, that I just wore myself out, right? So, um, but it was a gift, right? Now I know how to help people have better energy, right? So my thing is healing children (laughs) right now, um, in society where lack of movement, uh, lack of proper nutrition, uh, poor expectations, technology right Um, we have a subset of children that are being coming up Um, there's a major scientist that just said from mit who said autism is going to be one in every two children are going to be labeled with autism and i don't think it's a true autism i think it's an environmental thing so families need to know moms need to know what to do before during or after pregnancy like if you want to get pregnant you should not have your cell phone anywhere near your groin Right nowhere near your right Wi Fi is messing with us, right? Um, so, just knowing where you want to go, what your outcome in life is, and I can give you five keys to get there quickly, right? Easily. Cool. Yeah.
1: Awesome. I love your work, and sounds like Tony's just had a, a radical in- uh,
0: yes. influence on Yes, still your life. does. Yes. Yeah, he's still, still learning. Does. Oh my gosh. Beautiful Absolutely. Things. Like he's the last couple of years have been pretty life changing for him as well. Right. Absolutely. So, and, and yeah. you know,
1: some, some negative stuff in the media and I'm sure that didn't affect him that much, but it, it has to, it has to have a, some kind
0: of influence. Yeah. And I don't look at the word effect, but I look at saying what now is going to be created because of it. Yeah. He's going to take it and say, how do we help this either not happen again, or how do we help heal? Yeah. Right. How do we take this information and help people like he's just re like he's just decided instead of going into the negative of it great let's do the positive right let's help even more people by you know like with his foundation and stuff Mm, absolutely instead of feeding a billion people let's feed three billion people yeah right yeah come join me (laughs) right so
1: i mean who can argue with that
0: (laughs) yeah so what's so great about Mm. tony is when something i call it a blip right when something happens with a negative connotation, Tony's going to take it and beautifully turn it around and gift it as something beautiful and positive, right? How do we end world suffering? He's going to take it and use it. And that's what he trains us to do. Tony is, what you see on stage is what you see in person. Like he is there because a lot of people you'll see on stage and they're all rah, rah, rah. And then they get off and they're like, give me my coffee. Where's my diet Coke? You know, (laughs) they're not who they are on stage. Tony is what you see is what you get right? He's so consistent with, his mission is to end world suffering, right? His mission is to wake people up. So I'm happy to crew and help out knowing that he can help, right? So I have a little bit of, you know, it's that,
1: it's that level of service, isn't it?
0: It's, yeah, it fulfills my needs. It's an incredibly
1: powerful mindset to have and, uh, just congratulations on all of your work and the amount of energy and time you've put into serving others, not just at Tony Robbins events, but through your programs and, and the work you're doing now. And uh, thank you. Yeah. Congratulations on everything there. So I'll ask my final question, but before I do, I just want to say thank you for coming on and
0: my pleasure.
1: Yeah. And joining me from the other side of the world. I I find it. Uh, just, I still find it incredible that we can do this and, <laughs> and put it on a platform that can be listened to literally everywhere in the world. Yes. Uh, I think it's over 50 countries now this, this, the podcast has been downloaded in and I just find that uh, mind-blowing. And it, maybe it's because of my age I still am like, really? <laughs> but but uh, it's really powerful stuff and, you know, a few thousand people will hear your story. So I just want to say thanks for that.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the offering the platform.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: I mean, literally this is the first time I've been able to share my Tony story. Yeah. Right. Even the people I know in the Tony world don't know my story. Oh, now they do. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, So I've got a final question that I ask everyone on the podcast. So if you had to leave this world and you were with your loved ones for the final time, what piece of advice, guidance, or a quote do you share with them?
0: Um, this too shall pass. <laughs> yeah. Happiness, sadness, tragedy, right? We look at things five years from now, and it's not what it was, right? So really, just enjoy every single moment. my mine, my question in my head all the time is, is this recharging me or is this depleting me? Stay on the recharge mode, right? Do what makes you happy, right? Do what makes other people happy. that recharges your energy, right? We can be, Depleted neutral or recharged and I would rather live my life recharged, right? So I didn't know that when I was little I just I was I see myself a little hamster on a little hamster wheel I was just trying to get through life, right? That's where adrenal burnout came up, right? I'm just trying to get through life where you can just get off that and just enjoy right now be present in the moment Like I'm so grateful to be talking to you, right? I'm so I love Australia. I go every year, right? Um it's a beautiful place beautiful people um what can you focus on right now right like we have i'm in the united states we have clean water i have clean air i have right i have access to you know it's so just stay in gratitude for what we have when you are depressed go out and help other people right absolutely and laugh every day we have so many ways to laugh
1: I love that. I love <laughs> yeah. your answer. Honestly, this too shall pass is it's such a simple thing, but you're so right because we, we can get such in a, in this trench w- with our mm-hmm. thoughts and you're so right. Like in five years, whatever that issue is, won't exist literally. Right.
0: And, right. Or you'll and see it, how you've grown yeah, because of it.
1: Yeah. It's right. so powerful.
0: Yeah. Incredible. I'm older, So I've had a lot of five years, right? I've just turned 55. So it's like, (laughs) I've had a lot of five years. And when you think, like even when my children were, when I was became, got divorced and was a single mom, I'm like, oh my gosh, I couldn't even think of where I am. My kids are now 29 and 30, right? When they were two and three, I'm like going, oh, right now I'm like, that was, that was easy. That was actually easy compared to some of the other stuff I've just had to go through. Right raising mm. my children were easy but at the time it was all consuming right mm. so this too shall pass and it does become a gift if that's what you focus on
1: yeah so. absolutely yeah well thank you thank you for that that's um beautiful to talk to you and i will lo- really look forward to sharing this with everyone
0: yeah, thank you